Hello and welcome to episode number 341 of the Super Horror Bros podcast. I'm your host Matt and joining me as always is my brother Mike. Hello. How's it going? I decided to carry on after last week. Yeah, we had to carry on. Um, it's never going to be. No, it's never going to be like last week. That was our that was our highlight for a very very long time. Um, so yeah, if you guys haven't already listened to last week's episode, it was a, an extravaganza to say the least, where we went two and a half hours talking about the new Scream movie, um, the Last of Us finale. Um, it was it was we just peaked. we peaked like there there will not be a better week for Super Horror Bros. Like there what there hasn't in the preceding three hundred episodes, and there won't <laughs> be in the next three hundred episodes. Like that's the sad thing. Like you know, it's just like I I know I know we peaked last week. You know, we might we might make better podcasts, but in terms of our you know our enjoyment of two things, it, it ain't gonna get bigger than that. No, I mean you're absolutely right because those are two of like our favorite things ever. But it is wild to think about how many other big things there are to look forward to later this year. Um, like Remind specifically <laughs> with, with the film franchise as well, because obviously Scream is one of our favorites. But arguably, the, like the second and third would, would that would be up there would be Evil Dead and Saw in terms of things that we really, really love. And granted, Saw is obviously in a, in a messy, messy place right now. But like, there's still six great movies, um, even if the last three were terrible. Um, and obviously, Evil dead is you know we've loved all of the evil dead movies and tv um and obviously chucky as well returning this year like hopefully they can they can get that back to the standard of season one so there's there's plenty of stuff to look forward to for sure um but yeah back to our sort of regularly scheduled programming for the foreseeable future so none of these like ridiculous 90 minute episodes anymore um because yeah there isn't no, and there isn't any TV worth talking about right now, at least not for this podcast. So, um, yeah, but there is a lot of news to get through, which we'll get to now. Um, and, yeah, kicking things off with something which we uh, we haven't really spoke about for a while. Um, but, yeah, you re- you might remember there was this uh, little TV show called The Last of Us. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was aware of it as an yeah. idea. Yeah, so uh, I'm so happy that I managed to troll people and put this as the number one news story. I was so excited when this came in, where I was like, "Oh, we're so we're so open in the podcast with this." Yeah, <laughs> when I people thought it was I gone, love it when you're like, "Oh, <laughs> we're gonna have a short podcast this week." News story one, last of us. I tell you what, now, listener, if you if you tune in just to hear us talk about the movie, I can tell you now if this is news story one, you need to skip thirty five minutes. <laughs> well the thing is there's so much news to get for as well so and like the thing is so this is about the 4k release um but like there was so much other tidbits of news which we could talk about at the end of the podcast or a different day because there's already we already kind of know when to expect season two how much of the next game is going to be adapted like there's so much more information that we know within the last week based upon interviews that the cast and crew have done it was a real giraffe exactly yeah it was a real giraffe giraffe. and and the fake giraffe at the same time um (laughs) but uh, yeah so we know a lot more but no this is yeah this is the next thing that we were the most excited for um we'd i'd speculated last week based upon my own research that i imagine it would be around june july um and turns out i just don't miss with my last of us predictions because yeah this is the 4k and blu-ray collection of season one is available june uh, july 17th um and yeah it's already available for pre-order on amazon so yeah cannot wait to see this in all of its 4k glory um mm-hmm. over three hours hours of special features it says as well so very nice amazing confirmation of commentary 
Yeah, it doesn't look like there's any commentaries, um, mm. which I, I get it because it is rare on TV. Even if they could have just done the first or last episode, I would have taken it. But Yeah, I think that's what was needed. I, d- I don't think it's the end of the world necessarily because I think the podcast was such a good accompaniment to each episode with Definitely. Craig and you've Neil. So... Yeah, you've already yeah. got something. The thing no. that, um, obviously in the past week, we've had the making of come out, like the little half an hour show. I don't know if you saw that. Oh, no, I didn't see that. Um, was that after the finale, was it? Yeah, so after the finale. So there's, it's, it's like uh, it's only 30 minutes and HBO put it out and it was on their TV as well. Mm. Um, and yeah, it's only 30 minutes and, and, but, and it just feels so incredibly rushed and short. And so it makes perfect sense that there's a three-hour version of it on the Blu-ray and 4K because, yeah, they're just like, oh, yeah, it was cool when we had, we had like, infected and we did this thing with the face. And then they're like, oh, yeah, and then we did this, and then, and yeah, we did this. And it was almost like, it felt like a 30-minute trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Or it, I mean, that just might be where my mind's at, where I'm like, no, tell me about the building design for four hours. I'm like, I want, I want you to Peter Jackson this shit. I was going to say, that's, where, that's totally where we're at. Yeah. Is, is it called The Appendices? Is that what it was? <laughs> yeah. Which, like, that is, like, yeah, we're already like, going oh, off on so we, many... Can we, have, can we have a four-hour feature on the music, please? I'm like, perfect. <laughs> we're, we're already going off on the deep end here, so strap <laughs> in. Like that. That, those <laughs> are... Those are the pinnacle of, of behind-the-scenes extras, and that is oh, already yeah. a shame that, like, it doesn't exist on 4K, and I don't I don't know if it exists on Blu-ray. I don't think um, so. I think it's on those uh, those OG DVDs. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, like, stuff like that is a crime anyway. But, yeah, like, that's, that's clearly where we're at, because I read this as well, and it is three hours of special features, but it is multiple different special features. So, yeah. you know, it's like, here's one that's directly comparing it to the game. Here's one just talking about the casting or whatever. And I was like, yeah, this needs to be longer. But like, obviously, I could sit there for twenty hours and listen to this stuff and watch it. But um, yeah, I can't wait. Like, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to rewatch it before then or wait until I get to see it on four K. Um, like, I'm itching to watch it again already. To be honest, um, not having a new episode this last week was pretty pretty painful. Um, yeah, I mean, I've I've already tried. Yeah, I, I imagine you have. Um, yeah, I, I mean, definitely want to watch the finale I... again. Yeah, I watched the finale. I've I watched that five times. <laughs> But that I'm I'm that still isn't my most watched episode. So yeah, I've I've got problems. I've got problems. Yeah, that is that is crazy. Um, I've, got, I've got problems. But yeah, we'll 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 obviously continue to talk about the last of us. Like, uh, it's going to be the the new PG where we can just see if we can get it in every week. Um, but yeah, yeah moving on. Easy. It's going to be easy because with yeah. PG, no one else was talking about it. <laughs> like. You know, everyone in the world is going to be talking about this for a little while. Well, I'm going to start a rumor about PG2, and I'm going to get it on some sort of website. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, speaking of something else that we haven't really spoke about too often on this podcast, uh, oh, Scream. Screen news? <laughs> <laughs> you knew it was coming. Um, you me twice, bro. <laughs> i was so happy when i laid out this news today honestly i was like oh yes i've got the last of us and screaming i fucking love it um but yeah there's obviously the new movie's absolutely killing it which i'm very very happy to see it was the highest opening weekend for the franchise to date which is fantastic considering last year did so well and it's already beaten mm. that um and yeah, they've already made over $100 million at the worldwide box office. Um, this is the fifth Scream movie to do so, um, mm-hmm. which saddens me that the only movie which ended its worldwide run at $97 million, um, is, of course, the best sequel, uh, Scream 4. Um Crazy 
which I'm just like, where where were people in 2011? What what like if you were around in 2011 and you were a horror fan, you would need to look yourself in the mirror if you didn't go see that movie in the cinema. Like seriously, that 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 is criminal to me. Yeah. Um, but I'm happy that horror is clearly so popular right now. Um, and I'm really, really happy for this movie. Like, we talk about this a lot with different numbers and, you know, stuff doing well, stuff not doing so well. But, yeah, this is an amazing sequel um, that we both absolutely loved, of course. Check out last week's episode. Um, and it's 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 getting the money that it deserves. And, yeah, it's um, like one of these things when we see, like, uh, Megan do very well. Yeah. And we're like, oh, okay, it's a, it's a new horror IP. We have to respect that. Like, I do respect that. And it's like, great, I'm glad that... James Wan is also, you know, getting, you know, you know, he, he he's always strapped for box office as James Wan, so I'm worried <laughs> about him. Um, you know, but then like, you know, he puts out Malignant and like no one watches it, and it's just like, you know, and and it's a shame that you know if if that had done Megan numbers, we would have gone crazy back in it. So yeah, it's great that a movie that we champion anyway is is doing so well in the box office. Yeah, it's awesome. And like, it, it feels like it's only a matter of time, of course, that they announce the next one. Um, I'm glad that they're being at least a little bit cautious because obviously last year it was basically within a week that we got the announcement. And I feel like now they're like, okay, we, you know, made them... waiting for us to record. That's all they're waiting <laughs> yeah. for. The second yeah, like we, I'm... we hit the, the stop on this recording, they'll announce it. You're probably right, but I'm not. I'm not there just yet. Like normally, I'm pretty ballsy with these sort of things and saying like, "Oh yeah, of course." With these numbers and like, listen, the numbers speak for themselves. But I just think for them, I can't imagine they're going to immediately be like, "Yep, let's round out the trilogy." You know, I could be wrong, and we'll be talking about it next week. But yeah, I I'm really curious what they'll do. Like, we're obviously going to see more scream. I'm just curious how quickly is it still the kind of radio silence, the, the core four, all that stuff. Like, you know, I'm I'm just really excited to see where we go from here because yeah that what they've proven is that scream still has so much life left in it and yeah what a goddamn movie it was um but yeah moving on this is another i mean we've got so many bangers here like we we just talked about scream and the last of us um i I thought the number one story you haven't even got to yet so yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know what it's going to be because, yeah, there's there's two other things here that are very close to our heart. They're about to talk to talk about, but um, maybe it's this one. I'm not too sure. This one was quite recent. Um, but yeah, we we now know when to expect the the next movie from a Mister Jordan Peele, um, which I think is extremely exciting. Like he, this is exactly what happened with his last two movies. Kind of since we've been you know closely following his career after Get Out. Um, this is what happens. We get the date first and foremost, and it is far away, but it's it's something to put on your calendars and get excited for. Because yeah, no title, no no, literally nothing other than a release date. Um, <laughs> so we know that Jordan Peele's fourth movie will be released exclusively in theaters, uh, December twenty fifth, twenty twenty four. So yeah, next Christmas. Um, just as an aside as well, Universal also announced a untitled monkey paw horror slash thriller for release on the uh, september 27th 2024 Mm. so obviously for people that don't know monkey paw productions is jordan peele's production company um they were most notably behind Candyman as a great example of a sort of jordan peele production he was one of the writers and producers but he wasn't you know heavily involved in that film um and they've done other stuff as well but that i think is like the best one um so yeah two months 
months before um which you know we we can't kind of talk about that but i think i'm more excited to speculate on this fourth movie just a little bit because i think the release date is fascinating um mm. he's kind of flirted with this before because i think the first trailer for us came out on christmas day um and i know jordan is all about the cinema experience as something that is very kind of close to him you know he's, he's very much in that christopher nolan mindset of it's all about the big screen um and going to the cinema on Christmas is such a big deal in the States. Um, yeah. It's it's becoming a lot more popular in this country in the last few years because for years we just didn't even have cinemas open on that day, whereas now we mm. do. Um, but yeah, do you, I guess you, you can talk about this however you want, but like I kind of want to throw it to you and be like, do you think this is a Christmas movie? Do you think it will just have Christmas elements or do you think the date is irrelevant and it could just get moved to March? I, I don't think it's getting moved. Um but I also don't think it's a Christmas movie. If I'm going to make him guess, I don't mm. know. I, I kind of feel like it's like what you said. It's almost like this flagship date to, to go to the cinema. And so I think he's just got this like dream of releasing the movie on that day for that cinema experience. And it doesn't necessarily need to be tethered to Christmas. He just yeah. wants his film to have an, ex- to be an experience on Christmas day is how I perceive it. Um, but I, I also just have, I have zero idea of what direction this would be. Like, you know, it, it wouldn't surprise me in the slightest if it's like a comedy or like the darkest movie that I've ever seen in my life. You know, mm-hmm. I, like, yeah, something like, I, it could easily be a movie that we won't review for the show because it just won't be remotely horror. It's interesting you bring that up, actually, because, yeah, that is an interesting point to kind of talk about now when we know nothing. And Mm. especially because the only other piece of information we have here is Universal announcing an untitled monkey paw horror slash thriller two Mm. months before. Mm. So to me, that would imply that this is not a horror thriller um, because monkey paw releasing two horror thrillers within two months of each other to me sounds kind of crazy um and obviously end of september it's like okay they're getting early ahead of the halloween crowd so they're expecting this to kind of do well and then maybe hang around for a month and do well again in halloween um but i yeah now that you've said that out loud that that's that's what speaks to me the most here of like i don't think this is going to be a horror film um based upon this i think he has got his hands on an ip or something you know it could be a new script and you know there's been a lot of talk about him wanting to do a uh people under the stairs remake um in similar vein to Candyman. i can't actually remember if they got the rights to that i want to say they did yeah it feels it feels like it's a monkey paw yeah like a a reimagining of something you know that yeah hands on Mm. um but you know nightmare on elm street nightmare on elm street could you imagine but yeah i mean i mean if that it, that's one of those ones for me that's like if he's got it he has to direct it it would it, uh, yeah. to me that would be if it was the Candyman treatment don't get me wrong like Candyman was awesome we loved it but if it was just like jordan peele presents a nightmare on elm street and he's like handpicked someone to direct it i'm like no what are you doing um that's why I do. whereas i think people on the stairs is not big enough for jordan yeah. peele in my opinion um but it's clearly close enough to his heart that he would handpick someone to do it like he did Candyman. um mm. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I can't wait to speculate more about this and kind of I wonder if we'll hear more this year um, in terms of like a title and a casting. I imagine we probably will hear casting this year um, because you'll probably want to shoot at the, at the tail end of this year or maybe early next year. Um, isn't this like, isn't that when Avatar's going to be coming out? 
Um, what? So is that Avatar two is next December? Because it's well, well, oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, we're not. Because um, do we? We're not getting one this year, are we? No, no. So it's December twenty fourth. Yeah, so this yeah, I mean that is I mean that might be why it's a couple of weeks after what you'd expect. Because yeah, what you said I agree with in terms of I don't think it's a Christmas movie. I think no. it is it's Jordan Peele will release in July or December, because those are the two big blockbuster months. Um, yeah. you know, his and last movie like, was in July. And like shit, Avatar has already got like that date set. So mm. we're gonna have to just go Christmas Day. Yeah, it's gonna. I'm really fascinated to see what this is. Like you're saying, mm. it's uh, we've. We, I mean, we've never covered a new movie that late in the year ever. So mm. you know, if it is a horror movie, that definitely changes our plans for sure. But um, yeah, I can't wait to speculate on this. I still adore Jordan Peele as a filmmaker, even though obviously uh, his last movie didn't land for for me as much as his other two. Um, I still mm. think he's one of the best guys around. Um, you know, and he, and, and he'll and I'll certainly be there day one, regardless of what the film is. Um, and I really want to hear more about this other monkey paw thing like i think they, there's so much potential there for him to do Definitely. what we've seen so far with with twilight zone and with Candyman. like i want to see this this production company kind of get bigger and get more ip um mm. i think it'd be really cool um but yeah and then moving on to uh this is a, another nice one uh, certainly for me personally but i think any fans of great films will like this um so yeah courtesy of a24 um <laughs> <laughs> they uh they do a good job of kind of i mean they do a lot of things very very well of course but i think one of their best things is they cater to their hardcore fan base so well um and if you've yeah. ever looked browse their shop um the amount of merch that they do for their films <laughs> um weird sort of special one-of-a-kind merch that is extremely high-end but also just really good posters and t-shirts and art books and just really really good shit for mm -hmm. the fans and i i would love to see more you know production companies take a, a step out of their book i think they're absolutely nailing it and it's why they're able to do what they do um because yeah like they'll, they'll get my money going to the cinema but they can make so much more money through merch like that's that's the entire music industry in a whole is is making money through merchandise not through mm -hmm. selling music so they've kind of got that um i think on lock and yeah they've they've done these amazing 4k upgrades and special collector's editions of previous movies um but one that was extremely no um, notable by its absence until now was The Lighthouse. Um, but yeah, they've just announced it in the past week. So this is a sort of special collector's edition for people if they'd have seen the Midsummer version. This is like the same sort of thing um, where you get an art book, some extras on the disc. Um, but I think this is more special because this is for the first time ever, this movie on 4K. Mm. Um, which this for me was like the most notable movie for me that in terms of recent ones I didn't already own um obviously i love the lighthouse it was our number one movie of 2020 and it's still one of my favorite movies we've ever covered and yeah i i ordered this instantly the the second i read the uh the news article i clicked the link and, and purchased it so uh um, i think this is out something like next week or something um so hopefully i'll get this within the next month and then i'll i'll talk about this this brand new restoration but that is why i immediately pulled the trigger um i think the overall the collector's edition is lovely and i was so close to getting the midsummer one back in the day mm -hmm. um and i even thought about getting it at the same time when i was on the shop i was like no nah, that's too crazy um but yeah the lighthouse is i think one of the best looking movies of all time and so to see it in 4k and, and i'm sure there probably will be a a cheaper regular 4k version in the future but like i can't wait i need to see this in the best best quality well, popular because yeah and i completely agree like this this looks awesome and like it's such a nice version but this is this is us only right 
Uh, well, yeah, it's on, it's on their US shop. Obviously, 4K is uh, region free. Yeah. But the reason why I'm saying that is, did you not see the Arrow tease like yesterday? No. Like Arrow have teased the shit out of a 4K or an, a, a lighthouse announcement that's happening next week. Right. So like they they put a message out that's like something about like let Neptune strike or something, and then it's like a picture of a lighthouse in black and white. Right. I, I yeah. See, I'll and, have to look into it because when I've seen like, Arrow's previous teasers, they are so obtuse that they usually well, don't mean what you think. Exactly. Like it feels like it it shouldn't be that, but it also like it's so coincidental and it's so on the nose. But do Arrow like, Arrow have any previous A twenty four movies? I don't know. I can't. I don't um, think they've got any. No, like it's weird. Like, because because I I I saw that tweet um, before I saw the A twenty four release, and mm. it was only when I was reading the comments on that, and people are like, "Oh, there's an A twenty four one that literally just got announced." I'm like, "Oh, this is strange." There so, is yeah, a there really is an Arrow strange. movie that I can't remember if it is just called Lighthouse, but there mm. is a movie that's like got the same font as the Lighthouse. Yeah, I remember. Remember we Do you remember that? Yeah. It, yeah, yeah, and it's like, and it's, so it mm. might be that. I don't well, know. I'm like, it's a it's a perfect troll, isn't it? To like, yeah. you know, get people buzzed because like every comment was just talking about the Lighthouse. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, this fit, I'm just so excited for this. Of course, like I adore this movie. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, I, it's. Uh, you know i already own like so many of our favorite movies i already own the northman and last night in soho and and this was the biggest one for me of like out of all the movies we've covered for the podcast i think this is my favorite looking film um Mm. so to get this in 4k i love it and yeah this is such a nice collector's edition that i was just like i need this in my life um speaking of like 4ks as well in general like that that martin 4k did get a small delay um because that would have been out by now so i don't know if that's that's the second sight one that looks lovely um Mm. i know that did get a delay but i have seen like physical copies of it now um so i don't know whether that's out now or out soon um but that's coming and then also the red eye 4k that we spoke about um that is out now um and it's not that you, you don't have to get that weird collector's edition that we talked about. There is just a normal, nice 4K, which is on Amazon UK. Um, and I think it looks better than the other one because I was kind of a bit turned off by the other one because it was just not in our wheelhouse. Um, whereas mm. this is just a lovely, normal 4K, which, yeah, I'll, I will definitely be getting uh, prior to us needing to cover that for the show. Um, oh, yeah. So yeah, lots of lots of good 4Ks, which is lovely. And of course, this is on Blu-ray as well. Um mm. It's wild because yeah, so it was um it was forty five dollars for the Blu Ray or forty seven for the four K. <laughs> it's just like a two dollar difference, and um obviously you're, you're like you're future proofing yourself, and it's exclusively like this is the only way to get it on four K as well. Like it mm. really surprised me how little the price difference was. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, and then the, how high the uh, the Blu-ray price is, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, well, it is a collector's edition. Obviously, this isn't like the Red Eye 4K is your bog standard 4K. I think it's 20 quid. So that's there for normal people. Whereas this is clearly a niche for the hardcore, which I am amongst mm. that. Um, but yeah, uh, and yeah, yeah, there's a couple more here. Like th- this one's just a very short one that we can kind of touch upon. Um, kind of Smile was one of the big breakout hits of last year. Um, you know, it did exceedingly well, like over $200 million worldwide. Um, and I think they announced a sequel at the time. But this has kind of been reported in the last week that The Hollywood Reporter says this, that um, Parker Finn, who is the director of the movie, and like they kind of did their own short film and um, called Laura Hasn't Slept, which they then adapted into Smile. You know, you know obviously a huge 
huge hit for Paramount. So they've now signed a multi-year first look deal with Paramount Pictures and uh, a Smile sequel is one of the priorities. So yeah, this is a, a huge win for them that they've kind of, they, they created this thing, you know, as a short film, adapted it into a hugely um, successful feature film uh, and now adapting a sequel and probably have their foot in the door with Paramount for future projects as well. Mm-hmm. Um so it's a huge success. We both very much liked Smile. Obviously, we didn't love it, mm. but I think we both enjoyed it and we both agreed that there was easily room for a, a, a potential sequel to better that foundation. Um, so, yeah, we'll we'll have that to look forward to uh, in the years to come. Um, and then, yeah, the last thing that I just kind of had on here on the news is that um, a movie that we saw at Fright Fest last year um, that has kind of been on our radar. You know, we, we spoke about a few of the really underground movies at Fright Fest. Hey, this, and... this is what I'm excited about. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Was this the one you was waiting for? I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we you know we recently talked this year about next exit and that finally getting a, a pretty low-key release to be honest um but yeah another movie that we saw at fright fest that we adored was lola um which obviously this isn't a horror film this is a crazy science fiction movie um found footage black and white but it's so awesome like i we both love this film so much um you know we both had it easily in our top three and um have been waiting to see it again and it is getting a a i think it's a small theatrical release on april 7th um so obviously in a in a few in a few weeks i feel like this might just be a uk thing as well um that way yeah because obviously this is a british film um but yeah i i'm i'm excited to see like when this will be available to own at home but if this is showing like nearby to us like i definitely want to see it again because it's been a Mm -hmm. while um but yeah, shout out to Lola, right? I mean, what what a, what an exceptional movie that is. I still think one of the most unique things we've ever covered. Like, it's think, really hard to describe what Lola is to people, you, isn't it? Yeah, you, you can't really describe what that movie is uh, other than just this crazy sci-fi experiment that, that not only in in the, the story and the plot of the movie, but in the conceptually how the movie is made and how it unfolds in front of your eyes. You know, you're like am i is this what i'm seeing is real is it you know am i seeing other footage am i seeing this movie like it's such a weird clever concept and and uh, i i i'm so excited to watch it again and yeah i I, i'm just hoping and praying that that there's some sort of local screening um Mm. it's an awful time for it to come out like in terms of just busyness for us but um because it's literally going to be there for one week um <laughs> but if it's there I, I you know i really hope we get to see it yeah it's not too bad for april 7th um because obviously the week after that is renfield the week after that is evil dead rise so it, it's not it's not too bad um it could have oh, been yeah, i'm just talking about regular life the, the oh yeah there's other films for sure <laughs> um yeah there's a certain uh, nintendo franchise that will be out that day um yeah but uh, yeah, that is it. I mean, I'm so glad. Like, the news was awesome this week, and we haven't obviously done like a big deep dive on the news in a while because of The Last of Us and stuff. But also, there just wasn't much to talk about. And it was weird that like The Last of Us ended and suddenly we had all this shit to talk about. Um, which, yeah, I'm thankful for because if we'd have had to do this on, on last week's show, we, we'd have still been recording it to this day. Um, but yeah, all good stuff. But yeah, should we talk about this week's film? Let's do it. Let's talk about 65.
So yeah, I guess um, our journey to seeing this movie started, I think, a very, very long time ago. Jesus um, Christ, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it starts in 2018 um, when we saw a little movie called A Quiet Place, um, which turns out we liked very, very much. Um, oh, and ended, yeah, ended up easily being our number one movie of that year. Um, of course, John Krasinski starred and directed and adapted the screenplay, uh, but the original writers um, were Scott Beck and Brian Woods. And, you know, they were the guys that came up with the entire concept for A Quiet Place. Um and then we saw them the following year at Fright Fest in 2019 um, with their kind of writing and directing a movie called Haunt, which is so good. Such an underrated horror film. Yeah. Um, I think if you're looking for something to just throw on and have a good time with, that is the perfect example of that. Um, it's one of the certainly... best Halloween horror mm. movies to come out in the last 10 or 15 years. Oh, yeah, it's easily one of my favorites. Like, if you're one of those people that throw on, like, Trick or Treat, I think is always a good one. Like, yeah. Trick or Treat and Horn, I think of, are, like, just these fun... Yeah, like, what a double bill that would be for Halloween of just fun horror films. Um, such a great film. But, yeah, when we saw them in the Flesh at Fright Fest, um, they talked about their next project back then in mm. 2019. And I can't remember how much they said at the time. I know th- I know they said it was a big-budget sci-fi film. Yeah. Um, and I can't remember if they said about Adam Driver or not. Like, I, I thought in my did. mind... I know, in my mind, they did, because I always put Adam Driver to this project. I thought um, they did as well, um, but might be wrong. Yeah, but obviously um, we've talked about this a lot in the news because we got announcements, we got release dates, we got trailers, and we've got so many delays. But yeah, this is finally out um, four years later. We've kind of seen their their next big film and obviously this is so much bigger than than haunt was um mm. in terms of the you know obviously getting adam driver in it like especially at the time when he was cast he was right in the peak of that star wars trilogy yeah. um and then obviously this being like a sci-fi movie that is gonna demand a big budget um speaking of budget as well like i just find this fascinating just as, a, as an aside um it says on the production tab on wikipedia for this film um this film was shot with a budget of 91 million dollars um the final cost of the film was 45 million after tax rebates um which like i find this fascinating um just as an aside like i love we do these kind of weird asides sometimes because that to me is astonishing and and i love it i think like tax rebates and this sort of stuff for the arts is incredible first and foremost Mm. um you know i think if you are this huge production on a film or a tv show i do think the uh and and it drives all of this revenue and job opportunities to a certain location that location should reward that production so i think in general i'm so on board with this i think it's incredible yeah but I can't believe that they got half their budget, especially for how obscene this budget is. And this is a Sony Pictures produced and distributed film. Yeah. Um, so I don't even know if that's the norm it, or not. Well, it doesn't surprise me in terms of when we left the cinema, we talked and waited for the credits to roll. Mm. And like at the end, it it like specifically called out so many different like they gamed the system so hard. <laughs> you know, obviously, you know, the, it was like. Yeah, we did some Canada stuff. Yeah, we did some stuff in in England, and yeah, yeah, yeah. We we probably went to New Zealand as well. Like they just kind of like all of these havens for for tax breaks. They seem to be be in, and obviously, you know, during the pandemic as well. You you got to think there was probably more to to reignite the industry. Mm. But yeah, it's crazy to think that half a budget could be made back. Yeah, you're absolutely right. We did see like I remember specifically seeing Canada on there and stuff, mm. but the 
The main one is Louisiana. That was where most yeah. of it was shot, and it seems where the tax rebates would come from. Um, and then you're absolutely right. Like this was gonna shoot. Oh, it started shooting end of December um, 2020 into early 2021. So obviously this was like nine months after the the outbreak of COVID, and this was when stuff was starting to start up again. You know, major productions, and so I can totally see you know the the state of louisiana being like oh yeah we want this huge science science fiction movie to be filmed here like we will give you a lot of tax rebate for that and again i'm I'm saying in general like i'm so on board with this i think mm-hmm. it's an amazing thing to support the arts like specifically in the uk we have a few funds for that we kind of have film four that do a lot of good stuff and the national lottery fund as well fund a lot of film projects um yeah. I, I know saint maud was one that when we saw that remember seeing those kind of logos at the start and being like oh that's cool that we've kind of funded this in this country this great new original film um but i'm just blown away that like you can get half the budget on tax rebates that is insane to me um but good for good for good for them um for sure um i mean this movie's probably still not going to make that back um but they this could have been an extremely uh bomb had they paid 90 million for it so um yeah yeah. but yeah i mean what i guess that's it really in terms of like the the behind the scenes stuff right Mm. um yeah what what is 65 uh, i mean it's interesting going into the plot because you're gonna have to absolutely set up this movie but before you do i do want to say one thing which is that um i remember when they first announced this and it was just called 65 which I is know, there, was, weird... there was a lot of like mystique around it yeah it, it had this weird nebulous title and i remember them saying like adam driver's in it it's sci-fi and that's all we're gonna tell you mm-hmm. and and clearly they obviously got cold feet as as closer to production because yeah it seemed like they were going to build this as a cloverfield thing and i think that's such a good example because that was a big budget sci-fi film that had a nebulous title that meant nothing to the film and they just released it like that um and and obviously that wasn't a 90 million or 45 million dollar film but um clearly with this film like i remember when we saw the trailer in the cinema um because i wasn't going to watch the trailer for this because i was like well i'm already seeing it so i didn't care but i did end up seeing it in the cinema because we go so often and and all and all the posters and everything they basically changed the title um because they show you what the setup for this film is and it's because of the title because obviously and it says it on the poster and everything so i'm not this isn't a spoiler um at all it, it would have been a spoiler two years ago but it's certainly not now um no. because they kind of wanted to rebrand it like and i've seen the tv ads as well and on the tv ads it says 65 in big letters and then underneath it million years ago so they basically rebranded the movie and it's now called 65 million years ago um yeah. and they they show you in the posters and in the trailers why it's called that um so we can obviously talk about that now in the plot but i do find it disappointing because seeing the film it's clear to me that that's supposed to be a late shocking reveal oh yeah um, yeah because it happens what 15 20 minutes in, into the movie until you get the title card and the kind of like shocking yeah. you know almost like a planet of the apes style realization well, of like is, oh we're on earth yeah, you know because the other thing is is that like this movie is tense mm. and because because i think like one of the conversations is you know this this looks like a uh, you know a sci-fi movie and an action movie and and not necessarily you know one that we would normally do for the podcast and obviously you know, the people behind it was the main reason why we went to see it. But then watching it in the cinema, I found it incredibly tense. This mm. movie. I think, you know, I, I look at something like this with, with the rating it's got versus something. It, it's funny that this movie comes up again, but like Megan, when Ma- Megan was stripped back and made less horror for more people to see, I think this one snuck more horror in than people will mm. realize. 
Yeah. Because uh, watching this movie, like I said, it's incredibly tense. And um, when you don't know, it, you know, obviously we did from the trailer, but if you don't know what the, the monster and the mystery is, I think it would be even more tense, mm. you know? Um, and, it, and a couple of jump scares got me in the movie, like when they happened as well. Um, you know, so, so, you know, I think throughout the whole thing, you know, I see it as a sci-fi thriller. You know, this, this could be alien, if if yeah. you know the the planet wasn't the planet it ended up being you know and and so um you know i i do find that interesting that that it was as dark throughout the whole movie as as it was because because it really was dark for the whole thing really and tense. yeah for sure um, I, I do i do completely agree with that especially you know this being a 12a um mm. like super early on there's like a, a wound that he suffers and yeah. They show it, not for a split second, they show it for a good, like, five or six seconds. Yeah, like, with this, like bleeding. <laughs> yeah, like, gushing blood and pulling out, like, shrapnel, and, and he's, like, screaming in agony, and it blows me away that, like, yeah, a, a baby could be put in front of that as long as an adult's with them, and, like, that to me is obscene. <laughs> um, but I, I wanted to get your take, I guess, on the whole, the title thing and everything, just quickly mm. before you get into plot. Like, do you, do you agree with me on my assessment that I think initially when this was pitched... Oh, 100%. 100%. It was, yeah, it was just going to be called 65 yeah. and they would show you like oh it's adam driver and he's in space and maybe they'll show some dinosaurs but they clearly it was clearly supposed to be a big reveal i don't even think so the dinosaurs in maybe, yeah. their initial idea was him landing on a planet saying he's crash landed and and it would just be like you know the mystery would be like what monster is out there and what's going on you know because mm. You don't see the the dinosaurs for 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 a while in this movie. You mm. see shadows and you see movement. You know, and you know, one scene in particular where I was like, he's looking at a landscape, and you can see like some stuff in the background, like mm. some dinosaurs in the background. I was like, if you didn't know that was that dinosaurs, you'd have been like, what the fuck is this? Like, what's that yeah. creature? Is that is that a is that a xenomorph? Like, what's going on? Like, is that predator? You know, it, it could you could have easily felt that watching this movie if you if you hadn't of um you know seen the trailer and 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 realized the the, the shtick of it. Um, yeah, and it's weird to me because I obviously yeah. I tried to go out my way to not know anything about this, mm. and then I got forced to see the trailer in front yeah. of me in the cinema. And yet, seeing the poster now, which it says in the trailer, yeah, sixty-five million years ago, prehistoric Earth had a visitor, and it's like you're seeing a modern-looking person with you know a, a gun, like an assault mm -hmm. rifle, which is obviously modern-day technology. Like this obviously didn't exist in our current timeline of Earth when dinosaurs roamed the Earth. So I'm like, oh, that's really cool. That that's a really interesting set that he's clearly from like a an ancient civilization or something you know there's some weird sci-fi twist on what is our actual history on earth mm -hmm. and i don't know i i would have loved to have known that when the title card happened in the film um yeah. because i think that would have really i would have suddenly i it the, the penny would have dropped and i'd have went oh shit this is our earth but but not as we know mm. it and that would have been such a cool feeling that was would have been amazing. Me because of the marketing yeah for sure for sure um but um yeah i mean i guess kind of we've gone into plot a little bit but specifically kind of with 65 obviously adam driver our lead we have an incredibly small cast for this movie where he is um he plays mills who is basically this character that's um really sad that he doesn't have his daughter anymore and projects his feelings of missing his daughter to a, to a new <laughs> child and they go on a journey and they get close to one another and develop a bond. Yeah, they feed a giraffe. Um, 
uh they they feed a dinosaur <laughs> oh just like uh, just like Jurassic Park <laughs> honestly I shit you not like I I've got to just get this out of the way where I was like watching this goddamn movie and I'm like am I just going to see the last of us and everything now at this point yeah. like I'm watching this movie and I'm like I'm like well this is this is the last of us <laughs> <laughs> but anyway um we'll, cir- we'll circle back around to that for sure 65 yeah um yeah mills is basically this this astronaut who is piloting this exploration basically we we see him on this um uh planet of you know so weird where basically he's he's on a planet where everyone is human and speaking english um but it's not earth and he is um uh, yeah, an astronaut, and he is doing a long haul exploration exploration trip where his daughter is ill, and in order to kind of fund her medical treatment, he is gonna go on this long job that's a two or three year round trip exploration mission, and it's kind of very akin to the sci fi kind of law in that he is the pilot, and everyone else is in like cryo sleep in these little chambers. And he's the one that's kind of going to pilot them there and back again. And um, in the traveling, um, I, I, I was unsure like how how far into the traveling he was when this happened. But basically, mm-hmm. he um, his ship accidentally gets caught in an asteroid field, and the ship gets damaged, and he has to make an emergency landing. Um, not even an emergency landing; he just fucking crashes. Yeah. Uh, on a planet um, that, that turns out to be Earth from six, uh, 65 million years ago. And that, yeah, he is a traveler from a remote planet, a different planet, and he has arrived um, in the time of dinosaurs, basically. And his kind of, you know, when he lands, we, we find out that, you know, he really just feels like, do you know what, I'm screwed. I'm on this planet. I'm not getting off. And he, 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 he pretty much calls off the search party because all of the pods of, uh, the people in cryo sleep, of of all seemingly crashed, you know, and exploded and died, you know, everyone died from it. And he is the only survivor and he deems himself kind of not worthy of being rescued. Um, but he, he quickly discovers hope in what was the little girl's name? Was it Nev? Ne- no, it was uh, Koa. Oh, no, his daughter was Nev, wasn't it? And Koa was the... Yeah, that was it. Um, yeah, Koa, um, who is... Um, her pod somehow mir- miraculously survived, and she is alive. Um, and the the interesting dynamic between the two is that Koa is not English-speaking. She speaks a unknown dialect to us and to mills as well um and so they cannot communicate in the normal way they have to kind of find their mutual ground you know he initially kind of draws to her and expresses kind of um you know the 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 plan and everything through through kind of simple drawings and as the movie goes on they start to develop this this bond together as they kind of learn the common language together and kind of figure out how to communicate um and his drive now is to rescue her effectively and get her off the planet and and back to his civilization Mm. um 
and and yeah, we're we're stuck on this. You know, that's the thing that's weird. Like you kind of say, oh yeah, he's on Earth from sixty five million years ago, and you're just like, oh, okay, cool. But actually, when you picture it, basically he has just landed on an alien planet. There's nothing there apart from creatures that just want to kill you. Um, so you know, every dinosaur that he he encounters, or, or you know foreign kind of um terrain and 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 everything like that is just you know out, out to get him and and very akin to the to these sci-fi movies that that you know ordinarily wouldn't be placed on earth um like i said you know the parallels between this and alien in terms of just going to a planet and discovering an alien species that's what these dinosaurs are Mm. um it's just that you know we've we've all seen jurassic park <laughs> yeah it's an interesting um, take isn't it because like i say if you strip it away it really yeah. does just follow a very um familiar pattern of yeah crash landing on a planet and, and kind of seeing alien species but i think that is what is cool about the film is mm. that they've kind of adapted it and been like oh no this is our earth but it it's obviously we're changing a lot of things because we've got this guy roaming around it um you know with a ship and all this stuff um i don't know i think that like that i think the the idea of this movie is so cool it's great um, yeah yeah I think, uh, yeah, I think, it's, I think it's really great and, and kind of, you know, him trying to unsp- explore this uncharted island and, and or this uncharted world and kind of, you, like you say, having this kind of um, prehistoric location with these dinosaurs and the, the, the scenery and everything else, but then having this spaceship and this crash debris and, him with a gun, you know, and these different things that you don't, you know, you, you wouldn't expect to see with with the backdrop that you, you've kind of, you know, can picture. Um, mm. I thought it was a, a, a cool concept and, and, and a great vi- visualization as well, um, you know, in, in terms of that. But, yeah, I mean, I guess um, we, you know, uh, later on in the movie, I, I do want to talk about it at some point, but it does get into a an actual spoiler that isn't spoiled in the trailer mm. when we kind of get into the, the kind of uh, the, the, the race against time aspect of this movie, shall we say? And yeah. I thought that was fascinating because I don't know how early you clocked it, but I clocked it incredibly early Yeah, I and was well. like, and, I, and, and I'm like, I was just like, Oh shit. Like I didn't think that would be happening as well. Yeah. And, and and I found that really exciting to see that unfold as well. Um, but we'll we'll get into that later on. Um, yeah. Because the the movie itself, like in terms of plot, like you know, it, it's very simple. Yeah. You know, he, he crash lands on prehistoric prehistoric Earth, and he just wants to get off. Like that. That's the story. And also, um, yeah, like story and ca- obviously, there's not many characters, and then mm. the two ca- our two primary characters can't really communicate. So yeah, mm. there isn't much dialogue. So it is mostly just visuals and and kind of action set pieces and stuff like that. Um, mm. But yeah, I mean, I want I want to hear you, uh, your thoughts on this. Um, yeah, so- I yeah, I, I really enjoyed this movie. I, I thought it was um, like I say, incredibly tense, which which I didn't expect, um, and. Um, really enjoyable i thought um any disappointment i had with this movie was the trailer Mm. moments that were spoiled in the trailer the fact that you know i i feel a bit dirty that we're talking about it being 65 years 65 million years ago on on earth because that feels like a massive letdown that that that's just out there but it but it is so why you know we shouldn't be precious about in our conversation no no one else is but 
it, it that's a massive shame. The the trailer shows certain scenes with the dinosaurs and reveals of certain dinosaurs that would have been awesome just seeing that in the trailer uh, in the movie as well. Um, so that's my biggest frustrations with the movie. The movie itself, I thought was was really good. I love the, the like like you said, the idea is fantastic. I love the concept. I I really like the execution. I thought the performances were great. Um, and then when we actually got this kind of added element of this race against time, I, I found that entertaining as well. Um, so yeah, I, and I, I really enjoyed the performances. I think kind of they they both played very well together. Um, and it wasn't it wasn't always the um, generic kind of being chased by dinosaurs routine, you know oh, there's there's a T-Rex, if you don't move much, you'll be okay, like, you know, and all of these different things. It was like, oh, no, like, you know, he hasn't got a clue, but he has got a gun. And, you know, I found, I found that interesting. What we got later on in the movie where they get separated in this cave and just all these different elements like that. And, again, that was very dark and um, jumpy at points. And, and I just found, I found the whole thing kind of you know pretty engaging from from start to finish um and um yeah i I had i had a real good time with it um Mm. you know i think as a as a sci-fi movie i really enjoyed it the 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 trepidation i had going into this movie was how much i would enjoy it for a movie for the podcast more than anything you know and, and and i had those preconceptions like disappear pretty quickly when the movie started and it was just tense and and you know, pretty much um, had me on the edge of my seat, you know. Um, it's, you know, reminds me of some of the scenes in Jurassic Park where they're very tense. And, and you know, some of those scenes in that first Jurassic Park movie are pretty violent and intense. Yeah. Um, and, you know, th- that's what this movie kind of leans into. Not so much a, a majestic dinosaur. Um, you know, if only a tall-necked animal could have been fed by um, <laughs> by Adam Driver, it would have really made made my uh, my movie experience <laughs> even better. But they didn't go for that side of Jurassic Park. You know, they they did go for the darker side because every every dinosaur you see in this movie is a threat, pretty much. Mm. Um, I think there's the one, isn't it, that they rescue yeah. from like a puddle, and then that instantly gets destroyed. <laughs> I love that. Um, man. That was so good. <laughs> it was really good. Um, but other than that, like every other dinosaur just just you know instantly attacks there isn't there isn't even this moment where it's like oh you're pretty what are you doing and then it like tries to bite you it's like no they just they just try to mangle your face the second they see you Mm. which kind of feels like what dinosaurs would be more you know they wouldn't be this kind of playing like coy and being placid and then kind of attacking your face it's like no they just go for your face yeah like that's that's what they do um yeah i enjoyed that take and and yeah i i enjoyed the movie out of a lot mm. um yeah I'm, I'm really glad you liked it like this is a really interesting one um i think it's, this is probably one of our most different opinions um because i didn't hate it but i was definitely disappointed by this film um and i don't know if i just had higher expectations um you know from who's in it and and who made it um and also like like this is so my wheelhouse i i love big budget sci-fi and it's one of the things i get most excited to see specifically at the cinema um because it's such a rare occasion that you get to see like original science fiction 
on the big screen. Um, yeah, very rare. So, so like, uh, and this, like, I remember specifically, yeah, hearing those guys talk about it, and then once we just had sixty-five Adam Driver, I was like, I'm in. Um, and obviously, it was such a shame that I knew way more about this movie than I wanted to going in, you mm-hmm. know, against my will. And um, so, kind of, yeah, I think the intro is really cool. Um, but it was just like, oh, it was a shame when it, when you get that title card sort of 15, 20 minutes in. And I was like, oh, yeah, this would have been such a sick reveal because I, I really thought it would have been like an alien film and it would have been like, oh, dinosaur-like creatures. Like, even if you'd have known the dinosaur element, I don't think it ruins what the giveaway is um, because you're seeing a guy in a spaceship with a gun. Like, mm. so, so I think the fact that it is set on our Earth in sort of a weird, almost old history is just so cool and so i i really really love the setup of this um but i think and i think it is an entertaining movie but there are individual elements that i found disappointing i think the the sci-fi is pretty disappointing to me in terms of like the technology um i always am fascinated when the the shackles are off and and you can just do whatever you want and i think that's one of my favorite things about sci-fi in general is you're not like um you know you're not doing like a modern day military thing so you have to make everything realistic like you can just do whatever the hell you want um and i think i love seeing the the design of weaponry and the design of spaceships and the design of ui and and um health kits and and all these like weird cool things that you get in science fiction that you can't get in any other genre because they have to be somewhat real um and I found that stuff to just be okay. I liked the spaceship, um, and I think some of the health stuff's pretty cool, but I found his weapon and the weapons in general to be really disappointing because his gun does just pretty much play out like a normal machine gun. Um well, it was going to the... have like something to do with like the chamber. Like It was almost like he put mm. an ammo clip in that was like a battery pack. Yeah. And I was like, oh, is that going to play into it? And yeah, it's it, it kind of... Secondary fire mm. option. Here's <laughs> 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 the yeah, cool the thing. Option. Yeah, like, here's the cool thing that's going to happen. And it's like, no, it's just like a normal gun. And it, and it has almost like a... I don't know if it's like it's getting energy from him or it's like adapt to his fingers or something. That's like the only thing that it has. Because at one point it doesn't really work, does it? And then I don't really know what he does to fix it, but it just ends up working shortly afterwards. Um, so, yeah, that was a little bit disappointing to me. Yeah. Um, I think, like, the dinosaurs, again, are, are good... But, but the potential to do something different is, is staggering because um, this is something that I've been thinking about a lot since I saw this film, which is kind of the, the, the massive shadow that, that is looming over every piece of dinosaur fiction post Jurassic mm-hmm. Park. And I just don't know if we're ever going to get away from that because... It, it was so iconic and it's you know the original film like all of the sequels aside which even i've enjoyed parts of some of them i think if they all didn't exist i would not shed a tear but that original movie is just one of the greatest films you know for its originality for its making this original blockbuster that is so entertaining but so well made like i i think spielberg is just such a genius for that film um but it's too good because every dinosaur film now has to have all these same elements um and it's specifically the look of the dinosaurs was something that i really thought like and again i'm not an expert in this field so i'm only talking with a very loose kind of understanding of this but it's my understanding that either before jurassic park we knew this and they just went fuck it or in the last 30 years kind of science has revealed that those dinosaurs aren't the most visually accurate of what we think dinosaurs actually look like and i really like that it actually makes sense in jurassic park because they're not real dinosaurs like they're spliced from clone dna so it's fine that they don't look fully accurate 
but this movie is supposed to be accurate because it is set on our our earth um and so the, the 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 fact that they look exactly like dinosaurs in jurassic park you know very reptilian skin you know like they're supposed to be more like feathery because they're related to birds more and i don't know i really wanted them to be the first bold big budget film with dinosaurs to be like look we're not going to make our dinosaurs look like they're at a jurassic park um and i get it it's very difficult because in movies dinosaurs equal the way they look in jurassic park um but i would like to see something different and especially when you're relying on the same dinosaurs and i think that was the, the bigger point for me is that the there's so many cool dinosaurs that you can do shit with and it's almost laughable the same three to four dinosaurs that we end up using again um specifically the finale which again i'm not going to spoil but it's like if you've seen jurassic park or any of the five sequels jurassic park you know which monsters which dinosaurs are going to make an appearance in the finale of this film and and I'm, and again like i'm sure you probably just really enjoyed it because they are an amazing dinosaur they're very fun they always work um you know I, i'm not saying i'm not suggesting a better alternative um so i can see why maybe they did maybe the conversation they, they looked the at all the others and they just couldn't come up with a better solution yeah that's the problem it's like okay we're doing dinosaurs cool let's do something different with dinosaurs okay then they look at every other dinosaur and they're mm. like yeah but these are the coolest they're like yeah they are the coolest look at this look at this fish that just did nothing except yeah. sleep for 18 hours yeah. a day yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah what does it do well it's got wings can they use the wings no they don't really work and it's like oh that's pointless it's like well actually I it was a herbivore and it's like oh for fuck's sake yeah. <laughs> um so yeah i i get it and i'm being very kind of harsh i guess because i just have such a high standard for my my big budget sci-fi and also for these guys because I, I genuinely think they're they're such good filmmakers so i really just thought they could do some interesting stuff but i think ultimately they fell back on what is safe and what will sell um because you see these dinosaurs in this movie and they immediately read as film dinosaurs but yeah my like um i'll go back to my points but i did want to throw it to you just quickly the whole jurassic park thing like do, do you agree that jurassic park is too monumental on dinosaur film culture that like will we ever live to see another dinosaur movie that that is genuinely a world-class film that has any sort of dinosaurs in it in any context that doesn't feel like jurassic park no no that's what dinosaurs look like um mm. you know in in the movie world uh you know it's it it's um it's having a glass of coke you know it's it, it, you know these these things just happen in the world where you then you, you can't help it but that it just takes over you know you yeah, don't it's just too popular yeah you know you 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 hoover the 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 floor you don't use a vacuum cleaner you know <laughs> and it's just like that's what happens and and dinosaurs look like that and mm. and because spielberg told us they look like that and he did it too goddamn perfectly in in you know in in a time when CG had just got to the point that it that it could look like what it did then, you know, because you watch these movies, you, you watch Jurassic Park now. Like I've watched it not not too um, long ago, and it's like, mm. don't get me wrong, it shows its age, but you're still just like, Jesus, wept. Like for back then, it's it's gnarly, you know, and it's like, you know, it it just it just yeah, it 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 just created the template, and I just don't think you can change it now um mm. you know it almost feels like that is just you know 
he, he told us what they look like, just just like, oh, okay, yeah, that's what a zebra looks like. That's what a lion looks like. We can just go see them. And it's like, yeah, we, we've seen dinosaurs, right? And it's like, yeah, we saw them in Jurassic Park. Yeah. And, and, and that's just how it how it goes now. And and I, I get where you're coming from, but likewise, I, I just don't really mind. I think if 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 the dinosaurs look good and you've got a cool story to tell with it, I'm I'm okay with it. And it's like if they were gonna create a new looking dinosaur, they might as well just go to a different planet and, and have, you know, um just monsters and, and creatures really at that point. Uh dinosaurs are what they look like in Jurassic Park, I think is where I'm getting at. And I'm, I'm happy I, I'm okay with that. <laughs> I agree with that because I think that's where we're at. But I I reject that notion strongly. <laughs> and I challenge filmmakers to not do that because yeah like not every alien looks like the the alien and alien and i think not every... aliens but but that's what dinosaurs look like bro that's the that's my like i said they're they're feathery <laughs> like, it's right no, there no no do you believe scientists or do you believe spielberg exactly well, I'm, I'm well, clearly not going to debate that um yeah, i know who i believe and then and then new scientists <laughs> come along afterwards and was like they probably have feathers just to like just to try to discredit the man all right <laughs> so you're saying this is actually a giant conspiracy theory from the correct. scientists to discredit the great steven spielberg well correct, i can't have correct. that um yeah, correct <laughs> and, and you've been brought in on the little the little lie the little feathers. yeah of course they got feathers like what next <laughs> yeah you've convinced me but also make a goddamn original dinosaur movie like i like seriously because it's it's dinosaurs are too awesome to be always put in the same box we have so many great movies about so many different things like i say and i think a like aliens in general the concept of what is a quote-unquote alien is the perfect example um because there's so many different types and there's so many iconic movies that you think of when you think of that in the same way not every movie set in space is star wars or not every movie set in the future is blade runner like that you can do so much more with it is my kind of general point but i do like your your reasoning that this is all big uh, a big conspiracy theory um wouldn't you wouldn't you wouldn't say like if this was a dog in the movie you're like oh can't someone show me a different version of a dog yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right, but what you're saying. that's not the same. No, it's the same, because Spielberg told us what dinosaurs look like. Okay. Until, until you've seen what an actual dinosaur looks like, you cannot say that. You, did you not see? He got the DNA. Oh, yeah, from the mosquito. Yeah, and he made a dinosaur. Did you not watch, did you not really yeah. watch like, Dr. DNA? What I, I movie are you reviewing right now? What movie are you reviewing right now? Listen, you're the one that don't want to get off this. Like... That is literally my point, is that it's right there. It's the perfect reasoning <laughs> is in Jurassic Park, because they're not real dinosaurs. They're fake ones. <laughs> like, that's why it's perfect, because you can get away from it so easily. But anyway, um, I do think that in general, I do like the dinosaurs in this film. I just like I wanted I really just saw potential for that. But yeah, that, that was just one aside. I think um it's i think the their interactions between our two lead characters is very bizarre to me as well um again on paper i get what they're going for they want they want this to be something different and they came up with that concept of you know clearly they've come from a quiet place that is you know not very dialogue heavy for you know mm. for the reason in the universe and i think they've kind of they're applying a different logic clearly they are going for this father daughter surrogate thing which i feel like is an interesting conversation to have because 
we do live in that era right now i think it media in general and i really don't know if it was the last of us in 2013 that kind of kicked this off but like in the last in the last 10 years it's been wild to see there really has been this big turnaround in specifically a father role um being the Mm. lead and and it usually is an adopted daughter but it can be different it can be a you know a cute little green alien sometimes um but it's it's always it's just all <laughs> yeah and it's like and and obviously in video games like god of war is the big one as well the two recent god yeah. of war games are the best imitation of the last of us and it's a completely different thing but like the, the in video games it's known as the dad simulator and i feel like that genre of dad simulator is something that we're going to see a lot now and you know we already have seen it of course like mandalorian is a prime example of that but and this film is as well um and that's always been a thing but yeah it does feel like the, we get these waves and and it feels so trendy now to have a singular father figure as your lead yeah. role um and, and so yeah the timing was weird for this one and for me um maybe it's because we've just seen it done so well in different things but it didn't work for me i I never fully got a connection between these two or or even by the end of it um i I just didn't know what they were going for like like when he lies to her early on i was kind of like i didn't really get why he lied to her you know it was like okay is he just trying to protect her is he trying to like you know keep her calm and focused because they want to just get off this planet and then in the future he'll like let her know the truth yeah but i, I didn't really hope as well i think i, I think it's one where like she's just survived a crash she's on an alien planet with very little hope of escaping if you tell her her parents are dead as well you crush her mm. and you're you're already completely crushed so you need to give her hope so that her hope helps you create hope, I think. And it's just, you know, I I, I, I understood his choice in it. And I, I do get where you're coming from with, with their... The, the problem with Hat... The problem I have is that, and I'm sure it's your problem as well, that we've just watched the greatest, rep, you know, the, the greatest version of this that exists um, in in The Last of Us. And this this version that we've just watched in 65 is not as good. Mm. You know, it's not as good. We don't have enough time to just date it, and it, and it's not as good. Um, but is this version bad? I, I don't think it's bad. It's no, I don't think well. anything. I don't think anything about this movie is bad. Um, and, I, and I think that's the problem that that like if I see this movie not a week after Last of Us is probably the 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 mindset I'm trying to get in with it because everything about this isn't as good as that but but it's also i I still found it very enjoyable in its own right yeah it's interesting because i do think these guys specifically are 100 percent um inspired and take from video games i think it's so clear that they're they're obviously younger guys as well so i think the idea of making this leap in logic is not ridiculous and if you look at the 2020 then and it came (laughs) out in you know late 2021 um we wouldn't be you know it wouldn't be we wouldn't be watching it a week after the finale of last of us <laughs> yeah exactly and it's like they would have they would have played the last of us they would have played yeah. god of war 2018 like that you know there's there's so much media that and, and let, let alone the sci-fi stuff which in terms of what this film is it it plays better as a video game than it does as a film mm. um because the whole that was something that kind of was a bit of a disconnect for me in terms of my enjoyment was that i just wasn't entertained watching this when i knew if i played it it would be so much better and and that is obviously very specific to me but like 
there are so many video games like this year or in the last few months i played very similar video games to this like dead space is about exploring an abandoned space station um i recently played metroid prime that is about literally landing on an alien planet and scavenging for materials and that gameplay loop works so well because it's got exploration you are a singular lead character that is discovering the world the same time as you are also gunplay is going to be important so shooting guns in a video game in my opinion will always be much more fun than watching someone shoot guns in a film um so it was it was weird to me that i do feel like timing is really unfortunate with this film mm-hmm. um because the dad simulator aspect and then the crash landing on an alien planet aspect is like i've i've gotten so much good stuff of that in the last two months <laughs> that is very specific to me and and this just wasn't as good as those um so i do think it is unfortunate but yeah it's I, um i and also i think with sci-fi as my kind of last point because i do feel like i'm just really beating it and i want to hear you be more positive um because again i didn't hate this film i just i was disappointed by it is that for me when i watch like sci-fi specifically big budget sci-fi on the big screen i want one of two things to feel like i'm really satisfied which is either complete originality in either storytelling or technology or world building or characters you know i think about dune recently that like didn't have a clue about the story didn't give a shit about the characters but visually was so stunning to me and the kind of worlds and the tech and the look of it um so that can go a long way for me and and, and definitely visuals can just carry something that is that is um you know not particularly special in other aspects um or I guess I kind of bled the two into here because my, my point was either original stuff in the in the tech and the story or groundbreaking visuals. Um, and I don't think this movie has either. I think it's a good looking film, but it certainly doesn't look like recent big budget sci fi like Blade Runner 2049 is looks exceptional. And, and this just kind of looks okay and i guess that is because it's set on a prehistoric earth there isn't as much you can do with that you know i'm talking a lot about with sci-fi how you kind of do have limitless possibilities but in this film they don't because Mm. you're on prehistoric earth so that has to look a certain way you can't just have like a i mean again i know this is like weird alt history so they could have messed with it more like he could have found an elevator that goes underground and then there's this entire underground society living and they're like oh yeah you're watching too much (laughs) we've built this underground society (laughs) because we don't want to fuck with the dinosaurs above us and he's like you do realize there's like this big thing six buttons then the dinosaurs (laughs) don't attack you like that would work in this film because they would be like you know there's dinosaurs up there so we're living under here and he's like we well, do realize there's this big orange thing in the sky that might be a problem um but yeah i, I don't know it's i'm kind of bouncing all over the shop here but uh, yeah that, that to me was like a little bit of a disappointment because i think as a movie it's very entertaining it's so quick which i loved about this movie i i just with sci-fi in particular i think so much of it drags on and like this movie doesn't it gets to the point it gives you fun action sequences and then it ends almost too quickly um i like couldn't believe how quick this movie wrapped up yeah um i don't know about you but like by the i was like oh i was expecting like 10 maybe 15 minutes more and then and then the credits were rolling i was like god damn like they had somewhere to be um but yeah i, I am disappointed by overall even though i i did enjoy it but i want to i want to throw it back to you because you clearly had a, a better time with this one yeah i think like what you touched upon, I don't disagree with, that this isn't, like, groundbreaking, like, mm. sci-fi in terms of those two specific things that you, you you want. I think with me, I just really enjoyed 
the the story that was there when you know him being on earth 65 million years ago i'm like oh that's cool and then i guess i guess like uh, we'll throw up a spoiler warning for it um this is a, this is only, yeah this isn't the ending um, but this is mild spoiler warning for yeah. something that happens you know the first half of the movie easily. yeah where um it happens very early on that he mm. looked at the moon initially and the moon has a very bright looking second moon next to it <laughs> that I'm like, hang on a second. Earth doesn't have two moons. And I'm like, oh, shit, I know what that is. Mm. And and then basically, yeah, very quickly, he identifies that the meteor shower that he uh, in drove through, through and caused his ship to, to get destroyed is the meteor that hits Earth that destroys the dinosaurs. Mm. um again which is so cool yeah and 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 it's and that is imminently happening and i think that's where i was like i love this i i love the idea of seeing that moment happen on the screen and i love the added sci-fi element of there was a dude that from a different planet that like aliens landed here 65 million years ago and there was a dude on the planet with the dinosaurs just trying to get off and like people haven't come back since or maybe they have who knows but i you know i i like that as an idea and and then and and i and i and and yeah as it went on i just was very invested in in that and i think yeah the 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 tech like you spoke about the gun and everything and and it is very you know, generic or, or, you know, it's, it's, you know, it, it doesn't stand out to me. Like I won't see that gun and be like, Oh, that's a gun from 65. Mm. Um, and you know, uh, yeah, but I also kind of like, Oh, we don't, I don't always need to see, you know, a, a, a lightsaber, you know, or, you know, a, a new weapon for, for a sci-fi, you know, it's fine if it's just going to be a blaster and he's on a ship if it's this really cool story and i thought this was with the with it being set in that time i, I enjoyed the dinosaur stuff you know dinosaurs that's that's what they look like so i'm happy with that <laughs> um i think um yeah you believe that spielberg narrative exactly i will i will fucking <laughs> tell you. Uh, give me a break uh, <laughs> 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 But no, I, and, I, and I thought, um, you know, it, it's funny, actually, because the the kind of the, the, the smaller dinosaurs that are kind of attacking him throughout a chunk of the movie are like very Velociraptor like, but they don't look identical to the Velociraptors in, in Jurassic Park. You know, obviously, mm-hmm. when we get T-Rexes, they are T-Rex mold. <laughs> Yeah, but I, but I thought this, you know, I thought those other dinosaurs were like, oh, okay, these are just like a little dinosaur that's like aggressive. Like it doesn't, you know, it doesn't necessarily need to immediately need to be a velociraptor. And he, you know, because there's multiple scenes where he's in the woods, like, and dinosaurs are stalking him. And I'm like, ah, oh, clever girl, like coming from mm. the side. And like, <laughs> they didn't, they didn't do that, you know. And so I actually it's thought, thing like, they didn't do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, and they didn't. They didn't have a giant pile of triceratops shit either. So they, well, they know, didn't go around a kitchen at any point. <laughs> um, but no, like I, I thought you know that dinosaur was was yeah of the same mold because that's what dinosaurs look like, but was different, you know, different enough. And and I I enjoyed them, and I and I thought like with the cave scene. It added a fun element. I enjoyed all that scene with it kind of caving in and having like. Good 
having like a fucking T-Rex at the cave entrance, but then having these other dinosaurs in the cave. And, um, and like I said, it never, I feel like often, um, these movies that, the you know, and again, you have to talk about Jurassic Park because it is like the movie for this, but like where the dinosaurs just kind of fuck around and stalk, you know, and I, and, and even like with, you know, alien movies and not not specifically alien but alien movies in general where they they, you know there's this level of stalking and kind of like slow burn for them like actually attacking whereas in this movie pretty much the dinosaurs just attack and and i and i I, like i say i quite like that that the fact Mm. that yeah they, they just they just attack it reminded me a bit of like king kong because that happened in peter jackson's yeah. King kong whereas like yeah pretty much everything in that world just attacked you when it saw you you know you didn't you didn't land in a load of centipede things and they just kind of crawled on you it's like no they just wanted to like eat your brains and like you know and 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 quite literally did some characters and i and i, and I found that entertaining for that movie and i think this this did that as well to a point mm. and then and then when we started to get like the meteor kind of hitting earth and we had like the little the you know the little shards before the big the big bad boy come comes and hits like i i thought that was fun and it just it it was very video gamey like you said that it kind of it felt like that three minute klaxon going off like shit we need to board the ship we need to get off the planet and and i instead of feeling like oh i would have had a better time playing it as a video game which i don't disagree with um i was like oh this is like a cool video game feeling movie that that is doing well as a movie as well and and Mm. and and found entertaining so you know i think sometimes when we talk about these movies that we watch where it's like oh this is like it's not a video game adaptation but this is clearly like Mm. you would if you like video games you will like this movie that that's how i feel about this like this feels like a great video game movie even though it's not on a, you know, this is just an adaptation of Torok. Let's just say <laughs> it really does. Really yeah, good, it pulls from so know. many different games, doesn't it? And 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 like and so I was satisfied with that as well. And so yeah, I like I said, I don't think it did anything groundbreaking with sci-fi or or that side of it. But the story was unique and interesting enough for me that that that's that's where it, it, the enjoyment came through. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and I, I do think I probably was a bit harsh, especially on the um, the sci-fi stuff because. Yeah, I I do think it's correct, but I do agree with you that like that is a high bar to set, and and and, and the things that I'm referencing are clearly some of the best in the genre, and I think that mm. that is unfair because I don't do that about every horror movie, you know. Like when we watch, um, you know, when we watch like Candyland, I wasn't comparing it to um some of the all time great indie horror films and saying hey, this is how it could have been better and this is how it did it wrong. I just enjoyed it for what it was. Um, whereas well, I feel like with this movie, I did. Get, yeah, with with Candyland, you know, we said like, oh, we're not going to compare it to mm. these crazy elite movies that we see because actually, this is still better than ninety percent of low budget horror movies. Yeah, you know, and I like think this to show you that in general, the mm. bar is for me a lot higher for sci fi because I probably don't watch as much, um, and when I do, I'm usually like really, really excited by it, and I think that's probably why I have a slight level of disappointment because, and especially like I say when it comes to big budget sci fi, and and especially something original like it, I haven't seen anything since Dune, um, you know, that's on that level, um, so I think that's why it was just a slight disappointment for me. But yeah, I still think this is like a ridiculous 
ridiculously entertaining film um for sure um but yeah i guess for uh for recommendations um i'll, I'll go first because i feel like uh yours will be more positive um yeah it's difficult like i i enjoyed the film for sure i'm just thinking about obviously so this is only available in cinemas um and i just yeah I don't, it's difficult because like i do like it and it probably was better on the big screen than seeing it on home even though i don't think visually it does anything too interesting but it wasn't it wasn't bad to look at it was just like oh yeah this is a nice cool film so um yeah i've i'm gonna abstain i can't <laughs> i can't like if me if i say you have to go see this at the cinema that sounds way too positive to my reaction to the film but on the other side there's no way i could possibly say like oh no devoid this film um because i like it more than that so yeah i i can't i can't answer that question you you can you can give the definitive one for us both yeah i mean i think in terms of you know when you were saying that when you were saying like a recommendation specifically for cinema i did think to myself yeah this you are right that visually this this didn't jump out on the big screen, you know, and sci-fi should be seen on the big screen predominantly, mm. like big sci-fi, watch Star Wars, watch whatever, you know, um, on the big screen is going to look better and phenomenal. Yeah, this this didn't blow me away on the big screen. Um, and and I, I certainly wouldn't have it as like, you have to see this at the cinema. Um, but I do think it's good enough that, that you should watch it, um, uh, you know, at, at some point. Um, and I, I think, you know, it, it has enough horror elements in it too, that a horror audience can enjoy it. I think this would be one where it's like, it's almost one where you could be like, this is like a gateway horror for like a younger mm. audience as well, yeah. which I think is, is a good a good option for, for parents out there where they could be like, oh, okay, like my kid has watched like Jurassic park and that had some moments in and they kind of were good with that. And then you could watch this and it's like a little bit more, a little bit more. And then you just put alien on, you know, <laughs> that's, that's, that's how you do it. You go Jurassic park, 65 alien. <laughs> Gosh, yeah. You know, yeah. they're in, they're in, then devil's rejects, you know, <laughs> <laughs> then Mars. <laughs> <laughs> you know and see how your 10 year old copes yeah um, no i think that's a good point like yeah. this does feel like that middle step for sure um just as a final point like th this i mean certainly for you but i think for both of us like this has probably got to be one of the better sony pictures productions that we've covered ooh. for the podcast um yeah. Because, like, we joke about it a lot, but Sony Pictures as a production company, specifically in genre films, have such a horrible record, in my opinion. Um, I think, in general, they just do a lot of really, really bad films. Um, and and it's so weird because it's like it's the complete opposite in the video game sphere but yeah enough about that um but yeah so like i, I thought that was just interesting as well because like we see that sony pictures logo especially on the big screen for films for the podcast and that usually means <laughs> that usually means bad news um mm -hmm. but obviously for you this is probably like your favorite one that we've seen and i think probably for me as well but that's mainly because of how low the bar was of course but like this is a this is a good film um yeah i know it's um it is good because when when I do see that logo specifically for when we uh, uh, do a movie for the podcast as well, like I I, I groan and I get very upset. Yeah. Um, so yeah, now now I've got high hope for uh, what the hell is it? The Pope's Exorcist or whatever the hell it's called. Oh God, is that uh, there? Let's go. Oh yeah, it's them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course it is. Why do they even ask? Like a, a shitty looking possession film. Like of yeah, course, course it's Sony. Yeah, is I'm it actually Sony? Do you I'm, know that? 
I'm pretty sure it is. Um, <laughs> I'm, I wouldn't be absolute, but I'm pretty sure it is. It's crazy. I, I, they, they, they feel like they're living in a different stratosphere in terms of releasing horror in the cinema, usually. Um, yeah. Like, I'm sure there's one big outlier, but, like, for the most part, when you look at the worst horror that we cover at the cinema, it's almost always Sony Pictures. And yeah. it's just crazy how... how they just always miss usually, uh, but they didn't this time, um, especially for you, which is great. Um, but yeah, that was our discussion on 65. We will take a quick break and we will be right back. So yeah, that's it. Um, just just the film discussion okay. and the news. That is our that is our general uh, mo now going forward. None of, none of this hour conversation about a TV show. Um, I'm not even going to mm-hmm. mention like Mandalorian or anything like that because we're just going to be here all night. Um, so yeah, that is <laughs> that is it. The only, um, the only thing I was going to say, just TV wise, that I was uh, sat on for a little bit, just because you know we normally use this as an avenue for films yeah. and TV that we watch, and in. In recent times, I have been watching um, Daredevil. Oh yeah, Marvel Daredevil, um, the, the kind of twenty fifteen, and just just for people that are like horror fans listening that haven't seen Daredevil, like I, I watched the first two seasons so far, and I've really enjoyed it. And it's incredibly dark and violent, which you know I think if you're like a Marvel fan and you like horror movies, like and you've not seen it, you really should um, because that level of it and the character is very cool and and everything about it is like man like i wish this was what marvel was still doing with tv because the stuff that's on disney plus like you know especially seeing daredevil in she hulk where i'm like man that's such a watered down crappy version of what this character was in this show um so i i really enjoyed the first two seasons and i think if you're a if you're a horror fan and and like I say, if you're a horror slash Marvel fan and you've not delved into the Marvel TV, certainly this show is, is one that you should be watching. Mm. I am that, but I'm never watching the show. Um. I know. I know. And I'm really disappointed because I think you would enjoy it because I probably, I was I'm surprised back and watch an, an year old TV show that like that does that's I get that it's not relevant, but it's not even Canon. Like I, I just, I care about those things too much to, to waste my time with that. Hey mate, he's in She-Hulk and Spider-Man. I think the character is now, but that that old shit doesn't matter. Like <laughs> none of it's relevant. <laughs> and again, it's fine if you enjoy it. I'm just saying, like on a and the same with like all that Star Star Wars extended universe stuff. Like I hope people still enjoy that, but it doesn't. It's not. It's not official <laughs> canon. Oh um, uh, yeah, but then so what, we're not we're not watching any Halloween movies now. Then well, we shouldn't. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like so we can't watch H two O anymore. Is you that what you're saying? Watch H two O, but you can't you can't be aware that that exists and enjoy the new trilogy <laughs> of films. That's how it works. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll just not watch the new trilogy <laughs> exactly. of films. I'm clear. There's not problem there, is there? <laughs> Uh, um but yeah that is it for this week um so yeah we've had like this nice little run of like free cinema releases um Mm. but yeah i think it's i think we're at least we won't be covering anything for the show until renfield now and then obviously evil dead um so we've got a few 
uh sort of digital releases which is good because we actually do have a few things to discuss most notably mm-hmm. most notably missing is that uh the follow-up to searching the kind of latest screen life film um always always like them um so yeah we'll be we'll probably be watching that next week unless something crazy happens um but yeah, that was. I will talk. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll figure some things out. But yeah, that was episode three hundred and forty-one. Uh, thanks for listening, as always, and we'll see you again very soon. See you later, everyone. Look at me now, you've made a believer.